after midnight We're gonna let it all hang out After midnight We're gonna chug, look and shine Here we go! In one of my previous episodes about compliments, I forgot or deliberately overlooked one that I get every single day several times a day because I don't really think it applies to me, at least not all of me. When people see or learn what I do with my two children who are both severely autistic, emphasis on severely, they call me patient. I have to tell you, I am not patient at all. I had to learn to be patient with my children because it is capital for their development, and for everybody's well-being, mine included, trust me. But when it comes to waiting, whatever patience I have to exert towards my children, you are all going to pay for. When I go to McDonald's, I use the drive-thru. I use the drive-thru because I want to go fast. So if you're going to check inside your bag to make sure your nuggets are the right shade of brown, that you have the right amount of salt on your fries, that you have the right amount of ice on your drink... You go inside, or you're gonna make me mad. I go to the movies maybe twice a year because that's the only time I can find to go. And the movie I want to see always plays in 3D, Ultra AVX, explode your ass when you sit on a seat, and it's $25 a pop. It starts at 3pm, but at 3.15, you get the commercials. At 3.30, you get the previews. And then around 7 o'clock, the movie starts. I pay $25 freaking dollars for the movie. I want the movie now. I'm on the highway, it's summertime, it's construction time, so everybody is tall. It takes you an hour to get in front of the construction site, and nobody's working. I pay my taxes, I want to drive now! Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I am a night shift worker. Have been for the last 16 years, which made me patient towards my children, who are both severely autistic, whom I take care of during the day. It leaves me with very little time to do anything at all. No social life, no friends, nothing really to distract myself. So I've secured 30 minutes a week to keep my sanity by doing this. Once a week, I play five songs related to one topic. This week, the topic is waiting! <sighs> Enough about this. First two songs, Danny Harrison, followed by Rocky Brunette. Enjoy!
in a food line. In McDonald's, if there's a long line, I jump behind the counter, I work the fries, I get it moving. I've been employed the week twice, I don't even work there.
1979 Rocky Brunette from his first album that was the lead single to it, he was at the forefront of the rockabilly revival of the late 70s, because after disco, everybody was looking to what was going to be the next big musical movement in the UK. You had the punk rock all over Europe. You had the, the new wave movement. And in the US, they revived rockabilly, because everything old is new again, especially now. Uh, the Rocky Burnett had two albums, I think, after that, after uh, the, that first one in the 80s. But again, EMI Financial Troubles, and that revival kind of fizzled out pretty quick. So those two further albums really didn't make any business at all. And that was it for Rocky Burnett. He continued touring with his dad's old band. His dad was legendary rock and roll pioneer Johnny Brunette. He had a trio, so Rocky took his place, revived the trio, toured a little bit, collaborated with other artists, but that was pretty much it for his career until this year. There's uh, there's a lot of uh, rumbling that, like everybody else, I mean, it's it's the year, the decade of revivals. Every old show is getting a revival. Every old movie is getting a sequel or a remake live action like Disney. So it's the, the epoch of revivals. So, of course, Rocky Brunetti is coming back with a new album this year, apparently. I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to do. Before that, Danny Harrison. I got to tell you, I keep hearing his dad in that song. I've listened to that song a dozen times since I've discovered it. I hear George Harrison in that song, in many arrangements, many vocals, many parts of that song, it's George. Even though the song is, well, I, I honestly, I don't know what it is. I, I, I had a long discussion with my life partner about this. What type it was? Is it electronica? Is it? And it's like it's it's like a a mashup of all musical genres, all old musical genres, if you will, that makes something completely new, and that. If you think about it, was what George was doing. He was trying all sorts of stuff with old techniques. He was learning sitar music, which wasn't any new, but for everybody else it was. And he was trying to do something new with it. He was trying different ways of writing a song, of composing. He was experimental, and Danny is pretty much what he's doing. The song is called All About Waiting, and Danny does know all about waiting because he waited until he was 39 to release his first album in parallel in 2017, this is the lead single from it. 39 years old, the son of a Beatles, who has had a musical career for years, let's be honest about that, but he knew that his first album would be so scrutinized. I mean, come on, he's the son of George Harrison. Of course, he was going to be scrutinized every which way, so he did his time, and he learned his craft. He collaborated on a bunch of soundtracks with a bunch of artists. He toured, he learned, he practiced. He developed his own sound and his own voice, which still sounds a lot like his dad. And you should see the album cover. He looks like his dad now. He used to have his own style, but now he has this facial hair and this gaunt face. He looks like George Harrison. It's incredible. All that to say, I, I need to listen to the rest of the album. Seriously, it is really, really, really good, that song. And I've had the album on, on my on my desk with a pile of books and CDs I haven't gotten a chance to look at yet. But I will get to it eventually because I love this song. Uh, coming up next, we got uh, Jack Johnson, a um, song that I really love. Honestly, there's not much to say about it. I, I play Jack Johnson every other episode. You know all about him. You need to know about him. He's a surfer dude. He's really nice. He's really cool. little folk rock sound. I love him. song is called um, Sitting Waiting. And after that, The Englishman in New York. I was sitting, waiting, wishing you believed in superstitions Then maybe you'd see the signs 
The Lord knows that this world is cruel, and I ain't the Lord, no, I'm just a fool, and I'm loving somebody, don't make them love you. Must I always be waiting, waiting on you? Must I always be playing, playing your fool? I sing your songs, I dance your dance, I gave your friends all a chance. Putting up with them wasn't worth never having you. Oh, maybe you've been through this before, but it's my first time, so please ignore the next few lines 'cause they're directed at you. I can't always be waiting, waiting on you. I can't always be playing, playing your fool. I keep playing your part, but it's not my scene. Want this plot to twist? I've had enough mystery. Building it up, but you're shooting me down. But I'm already down. Just wait a minute. Just sit and wait it. Just wait a minute. Just sit and wait it. Well, if I was in your position, I'd put down all my. I'd wonder why it's taken me so long. But Lord knows that I'm not you, and if I was, I wouldn't be so cruel. 'Cause waiting on love ain't so easy to do. Must I always be waiting, waiting on you? Must I always be? Scott, the Englishman from New York. The subject is waiting. Did you have a hard time finding a song for that? No, this song came real, real quick. But I was torn between the original by Trampled by Turtles or the cover by Motion City Soundtrack. I had never heard it before, and I saw that it was a cover. I listened to both, and this one stuck out much more for me. Yeah. Seriously, I, I really, really liked it. It's it has a, a Moog synthesizer sound to it. That for some reason connected to me. When did you uh, come in contact with that song? Um, oddly enough, just before I met my wife. Um, yeah, and then like it kind of became the theme song because she's never on time for anything. Um, <laughs> so it kind of became that. I'd be waiting, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'll just listen to to this song." Pat, But, if you're listening, it's not me. I said nothing. Didn't <laughs> go to him to it. I said nothing at all. <clears throat> She's got her ear to the the wall right now, just going, "Oh, you." Um, yeah, no, I just thought it was a really beautiful 
song and it's it's weird to say that a pop punk song could be beautiful but it just it just feels so honest and which is which is insane because it's a cover I, I know I understand the irony what you're saying but uh, sometimes the, the cover will be understood by the artist even more because when you create something you get sick of it you do it over and over and over when you write a book you have to rewrite every single sentence so many times you get sick of it same things when you, uh, you do music when you do a movie I, I shot a little movie when I was in college and I got sick of it in the end I never watched it ever since in 25 years I haven't watched it But when you're a fan, when you really love it, you don't mind listening to it over and over and over again, and you create your own version of that thing in your head, and that's what a cover is. So to mm. me, it's not ironic that sometimes the, the, the actual version is truer, is more sincere, is better than the original. Yeah, I really liken it to Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. Yes, thank you. Great example. I mean, there's very, very it's rare that a cover is a lot better than the original, but the original is still really good. And I, 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 I feel like that with this. I agree. I, I love the original of the song you made of Hurt, but uh, I think Johnny Cash is... It, it goes above the crowd. It's really yeah. something special. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, is Pam British as well, or is she American? No, she's Ecuadorian. Did you meet her over there? Or over yeah. Uh, yeah, I met her in England. Uh, I had tickets to a Manchester orchestra show. She through a friend of a friend of a friend wanted tickets so we that's how we met we have to do an episode just about you falling in love with Pam I want to know all the details well it's going to be very short <laughs> all right then I, I won't bring it up again so the song is uh, Wait So Long by Motion City Soundtrack thank you for submitting that song I can never pretend that I don't love you you can never pretend that I'm your man that's exactly the way that I want it It's exactly the way that I am And you call me in the morning with your troubles Taking it downtown every night I can never place the stars at night above you Got my hands on the ground and you know I'm right You wait so long You wait so long You wait so long You wait so long With every time it happens Laughing up, honey, it ain't that bad And the afterthought rose to recognition Like every other coffin that I had And your beauty broke down in winter muck You fall to your knees and you pray to the Lord Maybe take the boat with the politicians Nothing happens in this burn town town anymore You wait so long You wait so long So long, you wait so long, you wait so long. 
habits that I learned But it's better than your father fornication And all the dirty money that you earn You wait so long Tremendous fist bump to our buddy Scott for doing this once again with us this week. I hope you like his picks as much as I do, except for last week's <coughs> Richie Sabora. <laughs> if you'd like to listen to more of Scott, please find him on Anchor. He has a podcast of his own. It's awesome. It's called The Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American. Go to anchor.fn slash English, E-N-G-L-I-S. Thank you, Scott. And thank you for being with us this week. We hope that you love listening to this as much as we love recording it. And we're leaving you with The Velvet Underground, debut album 1967, one of my favorite songs of The Velvet. It's called I'm Waiting for the Man. Um, well, basically, it's about buying drugs. <laughs> Let's be honest about that. It's about a guy who's waiting on the corner of Lexington and 125th in New York City, waiting for, quote-unquote, the man, who, in this case, is the drug dealer. <laughs> It features Maureen Tucker on the drums, the original uh, Velvet Underground drummers, one of my favorite drummers of all time, and I love when she sings. It's such bare-bones, fun, cute, good songs when she sings. She retired a few years ago from music to uh, concentrate on being a grandma, but I, I would honestly pay anything to see her once again on stage doing uh, After Hours, her signature song. Thank you again for being with us. Waiting for the man, Velvet Underground. Have a good week.
podcast listener bitchy the hamster here to let you know that there's no i in team but there is one in itunes so use your eyeballs go there and leave an eye review no it doesn't work do it anyway